Hey, it's your boy. That's right, Ike Allred. And we've got another another episode of a little little program we like to call Create or Die, because that's what it's all about. You're either creating or you're dying. That's all there is to it. So if you fancy yourself a creative, or even if you don't, this is the show for you. Now, in this episode got something special okay so if you're if you're looking for something a little different a guest uh, with uh with some energy with a, a different way of creating then you've come to the right place so let's go ahead and get this thing going shall we guest for today is someone I actually work with at uh, my day job. Surprise, surprise. Uh, Mitchell Dyer is his name. I call him Mitch. I know. Strange, right? Uh, Mitch has developed skills in music production, mixing, mastering, and engineering. And in addition to being an accomplished musician himself, okay, like in bands and stuff, Mitch has recently started a program to help indie artists turn their passion for making music into a full-time gig career We're talking six figures okay and he's calling this program wait for it the lyric branding formula he talks about it in this episode and gives you you know a, a taste of what that is and if you're interested you know how you can find that so I'm gonna drop that in the description the link to his uh, his landing page to sign up for that as well as his TikTok link because he's blowing it up on TikTok he's got uh, some good stuff happening there and uh, you'll want to give him a follow for sure so without further ado let's chat with Mitch shall we Awesome. Well, let's get rolling, Mitch. Uh, thanks again for being willing to come on the program. I'm excited to learn more about you. I mean, we've been working together at the same company for several years now, but haven't had a lot of interactions. Um, and, you know, any that we've had, uh, you know, haven't been as, as involved as I would like. So you're, you're an awesome guy. You've uh, I've, I've looked from afar, you know, you uh, had a band for a while. You've probably had a couple of bands in your day and, and it was cool to see that. But uh, how did you initially get into this world of music? I think it's, it's, always, it's always been a part of who I've been. So my dad, he's been a professional opera singer as his career. Um, and now he still, he doesn't do like opera as much, but he still just performs. And so when you're around music all the time, it's, it somehow just kind of slips into your subconscious. And that's, that's kind of the world I grew up in. My dad, he, the, the interesting thing is not an original song creator. He's just one that like, it's already created. He just loves to sing. Yeah. But for some reason there's, I was just 
blessed with being a creative and just yeah. I loved creating things and that honestly is a huge part of my existence and so with that upbringing and then just who I am I think that's really what has brought me to now and so what's I, I can just remember when I was in the sixth grade and it was, and it's during the time that's <laughs> come so like a long way when it comes to technology. But I just remember sitting in like, hey, learn how to type on a computer, uh, on a keyboard, and learning get like typing proficiency. And I would just like daydream off, and I would just imagine myself playing my music in front of large crowds at the young age. You know, I don't know how old I was, but it was the sixth grade. And yeah. so I've just always, I've just, since then, I've just always just loved create, like, I found that the way I create is through music. It's with yeah. your ears. Yeah, no, I love that. And that's definitely what this podcast is all about. And the reason I started it is because I, I assume that there had to be others out there like me that just had this need to create. There's something inside of you and you can't, you got to get it out. And, um, and sometimes it's a, a finished, beautiful thing. And other times it's just a, a sketch, whether that be a, a note of something that when you have time, you'll go, get back to it, but it's inside of you and you just have to get it out. And it's cool to hear that, uh, that you feel the same way. <laughs> Yeah, I've just noticed the times where I kind of, and I, was, I like the, the artwork behind you where it says Dower Art, art Trust the Process, but I, there's been so many times in my life where I kind of let, I put myself in line with the world and saying like, you have to like go to school, and I did them all, like I went to school, got a degree, but the times that like, I just like put, took a hiatus from creating were some of the hardest moments of my life and I and I found that being able to create with music has been one of the most beautiful ways that's helped me process the world mm. and yeah. to find satisfaction in it because you ha you know it's just like this is how you find happiness you, you you get a job and it pays well you get a house and the car yeah. and vacation and it's like I have pretty much all of those and I found that I'm like, I'm still lacking. I'm still empty. I'm like this lie. And it was, it's not until I actually like put something out there, whether, mm -hmm. whether it be music or whether just creating in general, like a process or a new idea that helps other people. That's when I found like none of those things like even came close to the amount of like rush almost like a roller coaster feeling just yeah, no, I love that. yeah and you know it's easy to think that creative just has to do with uh, the arts or whatever but really to your point you know creating processes um, business development creating a business um, the process of building a better you I mean that's all part of creating and so I love that you uh that you called that out now uh maybe selfishly I'm I'm just curious to jump right into this process of songwriting it's something that I'm no good at but I 
have a desire to kind of tinker with it and and have uh, played with it a little bit. But I'm curious, like, what your process is. Do you start with the melody? Do you start with uh, the the lyrics? That's a, that's a great question. <clears throat> and actually, there's a. I've I, for years and years I've always I'm always identifying my process and refining it and saying what's the fastest way that I can create. It's almost just like getting that the the rush of just like I want to get my creation flowing as fast as possible and mm-hmm. to be able to to actually have quality like follow as fast as possible just because sometimes the creation process is just you have to just like record an idea as soon as it comes. So like one of the things that I do to answer your question is it lyrics or is it melody first and it's whatever the creative realm presents to me first on a high level and then i have like a process depending on um kind of the next step so first thing i do is just turn on my creative antenna like always be searching for something creative and it's now it's like subconscious that i like i do it now that i'm just like i listen to conversations and i'm like oh that's a really good line or i'll read like good fiction books that has like a line that has like depth in it. I'm like, well, I want to write a song about that. And so I like capture ideas or if I'm just like out and about and I have this melody come by my head and I'll pull out, pull out my phone and I'll put on my voice memos. I'm like, kind of do this like baby talking technique where I'm like, you know, like just not even like putting words to it, just getting the melody just captured somewhere. Uh, and then just coming back to it later. So that's kind of how I like capture, like brainstorm a bunch of ideas and I just collect them for later. And then, um, it just depends. It just kind of depends on like how I want to go about doing it. Like that naturally feels sometimes it's just, so the two processes I have is I'm going to write kind of like the song structure before the lyrics. Um, I'll usually, so I have a technique that no one really does, and it's a technique that I've learned from becoming a professional mastering engineer, uh, mixing, producing, like being in that realm and being trained on doing that, and they have something called a reference track, and really what a reference track is, uh, is like a client you're working with will send you a song saying, here's like all the individual tracks that I need mixed or mastered, wherever the process they're at, and They'll basically say, I like the drums to sound like this. I want my guitars to sound like this. And I just thought like, why aren't we, like we use it in the producing process, we use it in the mixing process, we use it in the mastering process. Why aren't we using it in the songwriting process? Like start with the end in mind, right? And I just, I've just never saw, seen anyone like do something like this. And if they have, they explain it just not in the way that I understand. But basically what I do is, I have like the idea in my head because a lot of times as creatives you have like the end goal already like built up and it's like how do you get it from here out into a tangible form and so if I'm starting with a melody what I'll like or song structure without lyrics I'll say this song reminds me of this song like this aspect so I'll actually grab it uh, a specific song and I'll like literally copy an element of it, like the rhythm pattern, just to be like, ah, like where where can I t- like take it? it? Reminds me of this. Oh, this rhythm pattern is the rhythm pattern I want to use, and then I create my own. Take a 
the chord structure, like my own like chord progression and this rhythm structure. And I'll even take another reference track and say, I like how this melody moves rhythmically. And then I'll take aspects of that and take it as my own. And so I'm taking bits and pieces of other like pieces of inspiration, my reference tracks. And I use that as a starting point to then just see where it, it takes it. And then once that's like built out, then I like sit down and, and then I have an actual process I built out that I give to songwriters that I've built called the lyric branding formula, where I take a, like a concept, an emotional idea, and I then put it into a song template and I just build out summaries for each section. And then once I have like the story built out, then I like tweak it to be more musical or lyrical. And that's where you generate lyrics. And that, that is like this, st- like one way I go. And then sometimes I start with lyrics and then the lyrics kind of present a melody idea. And so it's the, then it's kind of like reverse yeah. where it's, then it's like, I have like the structure of the song and now I'm trying to create a, uh, like a song structure around that. And then finding like what reference tracks I can pull in to help match the, the melody and the lyrics that I've already created. Yeah, so cool. No, my mind is already exploding at this point. I'm, gonna, I'm excited to go back and re-listen to what you said there because there's there's a lot of good stuff. And, and it, uh, it's surprising to me how much it uh, parallels what I do as a visual designer. You know, to your point about reference, we, we might have someone come to us and say, hey, we want to create a, a logo or a website or whatever that, and, and these are logos we like, or these are websites we like, and this is what we like about it. And so you might start from that place, or you might just be inspired by something and, and think, oh, this would make a good logo. I'm going to tuck this away and remember it for the future. So that's, that's cool, the way that you're building things layer upon layer, and it's not necessarily just a linear process start from the beginning and and uh and then until you get to the end there's you're iterating on it and cool that's that's awesome and you you hinted to it the fact that you are you obviously are still a musician you create but you're you've taken another step with your creativity and we talked about it before we we started recording here but with this whole indie artist formula uh, thing that you're, you've started. Can you tell us more about what that is? Yeah, so I I have the desire to help. So I have a mission to help 250 independent artists make a full-time living with their music. And it all stemmed from my whole educational background, which was I wanted to know how you could create a song that triggered someone to convert from a casual listener to a loyal fan because I saw all these like I just always studied like the bands that I loved and say how did I discover them I always do that I take like my favorite bands say how did I discover them like why am I a loyal fan I've always analyzed that and I've always analyzed other people and I (laughs) even went to school and it's funny because people think like, oh, you're, you're in music, you went to school. Commercial music degree, right? I said, for one semester. And then I realized that's not going to help me actually, you know, the business side of music. So I ended up getting a business degree in digital marketing because I understood that once you have a product that's really good, um, then, then 
at that point, the marketing is just is going to enhance and entice listeners to your music. Because you can you can polish a turd of a song, and it's still a bad song. And you can market it with beautiful, perfect, sticky content. And then maybe it goes viral and goes you know goes big or whatever. But yeah. then like it's just like it's fast food music at that point, and that doesn't build a loyal fan base. And so it's this weird, weird time we live in where it's like here's how to market your single. This is how you're going to go viral. And it's like single, 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 single. And you're just like, you're missing the big picture from all like the digital marketing, the degree, just like understanding how do you get a consumer to be as loyal to you as Apple fans are to their products? Yeah. Because I, and so for me, this inspired me to go out and teach independent artists to know, like, and, and really it comes down to, there's, on average, 1.8 million songs released on Spotify every single month. That is so much noise. So how, like, what is your USP? What's your unique selling point? And it's you as the individual or you as, as a band. It's your identity, your musical identity. And then creating a whole process around those identities that once you know who you are, musically and like your values and what message you want to share then it's then i basically wanted to say okay how do you like organize that in a process that allows uh artists and songwriters to organically and naturally create to those um and that's kind of hard because as a creator you just want to like you can't just be like this is how you you can give like the steps of like this is how you write a song like you have to get a chord struck like you can share all that but and you can you can create something like oh yeah you wrote a song but anyone can write a song anyone can create um like you know digital marketing pieces like digital art right but what makes people uh, like are drawn to your art is you have something unique that no one else has to offer sometimes it's very easy to see keep see in here and sometimes it's just like magnetizing you're like there's something about this i'm obsessed and i can't put my my finger around that and that's really when you inject your personality and your just yeah you basically inject you and yourself into your art and that and you consistently do that every time you release a new piece of content or music and over time the long game is you develop a a world for people to enter into because you've been consistent in your in the branding, in your sound, in your messaging, that it all just comes together that people can rely on me. Oh, like I listened to this and I'll give you an example. This is what like clicked. So back in and this is like what kind of got me on the path of creating the indie arts formula is creating a world like it's creating your brand your 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 musical empire for people to join that's really like the simple way and really it stemmed from an experience i had back in uh 2019 so right before the pandemic (laughs) crazy (laughs) um so back in september of 2019 i went through um i went through a divorce and and anyone who is listening to this who is going through divorce or or has been through divorce knows it's one of the most painful 
experiences that anyone can go through. And I, it was seriously rough. And I, <laughs> I don't recommend it <laughs> unless, you know, of course, you know your situation. Yeah. Besides that point, I remember the grieving I went through. There was a band that I didn't know about. Like, I heard them beforehand, like a song. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, I'm not like a huge It's a band called Frightened Rabbit. And then I just discovered a, a song off their album. Like, oh, this band's good. And then this, and, the, and then I started like seeing it. Like, just started obsessing over like the messaging. And he, this whole, like every single album that that band released was all about mental health and all about it's okay to be, it's okay to not be okay. And there was so much correlation to that 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 was like a saving grace. I remember one song by the band called uh the loneliness and the scream and i remember like blasting that while I was showering and it's just like this anthem of broken <laughs> broken people just like being that were lonely and the chorus says in the loneliness oh the loneliness and the scream to prove to everyone that i exist and because that's what i was feeling in that moment that was the emotional connection that after that they have been one of my favorite bands and that that process that i went through is the reason why is is how I know how to create the that's the indie artist formula. It's creating that kind of music that connects your consumer back to you that they will do anything to show that like at that point they're loyal. They will pay you to create more. And 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 I just saw in, in the music industry it's you need good marketing. You need good mixing and mastering. And it's like if the song, if if the beginning source isn't good, everything that enhances it is still going to be not good. It's you're going to be frustrated and understand like I'm doing everything everyone's telling me. I guess I'm not meant to create music. And it's like no. It's just because you're not taught how to create content that will trigger people to listen to your music. Anyway, I've kind of blasted ton of stuff at you <laughs> oh i love it i've i've, I've got a, a hundred questions and don't even know where to start but uh no i love that that essentially an artist that that kind of finds their north star and is so true to themselves and realizes that you know we're not trying to make this fast food music that's going to apply or, or appeal at some level to everybody. Instead, I'm speaking to this niche group that are like me or going through what I'm going through. And it sounds like that that's part of what helps somebody create that, that brand that becomes, that attracts those loyal followers. Yeah. I mean, it is, it's, Again, it's. I feel like right now, a lot of independent artists are being fed a lot of short-term goals, and then they have no way of scaling it. They like, oh, like people are like, they may have one or two songs that have a million views, and then they're like, I'm releasing good music, and it's like, but what? What's your? What's the goal? What's your vision? Like, what do you want to do with your music? And the bands that, like Coldplay, has a die-hard fan base like his thing is all focused on you're enough you are loved and love exists like every single album you listen to like he is like that is what he wants to like share with the world and he's been you can tell like 
it's a Coldplay song. It's consistent, yeah. and it just feels the same. Even though the, the genre or style's different, that it just feels like cohesive to who they are as, as a brand. And yeah. that's the kind of success that people could have if they start with creating a product that you are confident in that people will connect with and support. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, you may get a million streams here, a million streams there, and maybe like the first, you know, it starts working where you're making like $2,000 a month. And it's like, it's not sustainable to chase streams. It's, you need to get fans to connect to your music or to your art to the point that when you come out and say like, hey, this is like, like you build like a family. And at that point, that community will support you in the long term. And that way you have a sustainable music career. You have a sustainable creative career yeah. and not just like a get it's, it's this weird thing that no one trusts get rich quit schemes. And then yet in the music industry, that's what's being sold. And it's yeah. so odd. It's so odd <laughs> to me. Yeah. Everybody's looking for that, that secret formula, you know, I want to go from zero to hero in, in no time without putting in the work or really thinking about it. Um, so, you, yeah, so you talk about helping these 250 indie artists, uh, you know, make a living at what they love by helping them brand themselves and, and, and go in the right direction. Can you give us just a little kind of taste of maybe some of the ways that a musician can expect to to make money what are what are the different revenue streams because you because obviously there are streams but but that's just the tip of the iceberg so there's streams um i mean there's classic ways like subscription models out there i mean you have patreon you know you have um you can also um and this is something that i want to expand on because for me it's setting up the foundation like the indie artist formula is setting up the foundation to create music that then you can go to um, like these marketing you know gurus and professional mastering engineers get your song to be competitive it's like getting getting your content getting your vision getting your focus right that when you're creating stuff that it's consistent to who you are and that people can recognize it because people love familiarity, but a little, little, little bit of like challenge, like that's what gets people like love it. And so what I do want to expand on is, is that because the, the thing I, I have a goal with as well is however, however I'm going to figure it out is help people make, help in, independent artists make a hundred thousand dollars a year from th their music as being their marketing tool to other things and so one of the ways that I've studied um, that you could do is periodically um, periodically opening up like an open cart to hey we have limited edition merch and you because if you have a thousand people like loyal fans because if you think about it there's billions of people in the world and if you have if you could just get a fraction of those to like be loyal fans then you just basically have to sell something at $35 or more three times a year to yeah. that thousand people that will buy. Yeah. 
And so it's not that big of a purchase. And so you can do that through subscription models. You can do that through merchandise or like special live events where you only allow, like, again, it uses the, the scarcity model where it's just like, this is going to be open for the next seven days or when supplies last. Like it's yeah. whatever works. And so at that point, that's what, again, it's these triggering techniques that this is, this is, this is more of like, hopefully a phase two that I can incorporate yeah. into the indie artist formula. It's like, now that you have the product, now here's the other things that you can do to help, um, actually make a hundred thousand dollars a year, like potentially get there. And it's cause you break down the math. That's where I know, like if it's 30,000 people buy something at $35, three times a year which is nothing anyone can do that then you're making hundred thousand dollars a year that's awesome no i love that you've uh, broken it down like that because that that makes it seem feasible and uh and like you said once you have a, a following uh especially if they're super loyal then then you can count on the majority of them too kind of buy what you're selling or support you or or because they've helped you so much like like uh your example helped you through your uh divorce you feel like hey uh, i i really owe something to this artist and i want them to keep doing what they're doing and and i know for that to happen i need to to give back exactly and i think the other thing that's important for artists is we need to change our mindset and I'm still stuck on this this is something I have to remind myself every day is one you create like yourself but you're also have the audience or your listener in mind where you're not focused on what's in it for me from your creation but you're just focused on I just like to create one it's I like to create because that's who I am and two like the feeling of knowing that your song has impacted someone and that it's making a difference is also very motivating. Is it okay mm -hmm. if I share another story around that? Of course. Okay, so back in, in when I, uh, my band, a folk band called Kodiak Brigade, um, we raised, we had, did a Kickstarter, raised $3,000 for an EP, and went in the studio and recorded an album and created a bunch of merch and all this, all this cool stuff. It was re really great. But there was a song that I wrote that I was really proud of called Unspoken Words. And the whole song was about, like, I was single at the time and I just felt like I was going <laughs> to, I don't know why. I was like such an e kind of an emo kid just being like, I'm going to be alone forever. No one loves me. But it was like this, this song about the ideal relationship I would love to have and, and to be married into. And so this whole story I built was this guy at the funeral of his spouse and knowing that they gave their un, un what is it? Their loyal love, like un, undying, undying. That's the word. <laughs> their undying love. And it was just the whole, the whole thing is it's just this really sad song being like, you know, even though you're gone now, like, I'll see you again. Like, it was like this sad but hopeful song. And I just always thought, like, even when I become a monster, like, you're always there. And even when I'm so terrible that you just always comfort me and now you're gone and now I'm sad, but I know that one day I'll see you again. With yeah. that context, we started going on Twitter and just doing follow for follow, you know, that doesn't work anymore. <laughs> follow for <laughs> follow. 
And we sent it to this this one person, and they messaged back like, "Hey, this is listen to a, a you know listen to our EP and stuff or whatever." And he, he came back to us, and this was probably one of the most best uh, feelings and compliments you can get for your music. And he messaged, he's like, "I'm sitting here in my cubicle at work, just sobbing, listening to unspoken words. Thank you for creating this. That feeling." Is way better than any amount of money could pay because it, it was just that transformed someone's life. And that, as a creator, thinking in that way is how can my trans, how can my creation transform someone's life is some of the best ways to get out of writer's block and to yeah. keep staying persistent and consistent with your creation. Yeah. No, I love that. That's an awesome story. Thanks for sharing that. And I think, you know, something I've picked up and I've heard from other uh, influencers out there in different areas that you should just focus on creating, like you said, and, and think about your audience as well. But, you know, just create for creation's sake and, and give away. Don't think so much about how am I going to monetize this? When is the money going to come? But that if you if you are in that giving mode and and that that those are the people that uh, tend to to get it back. Um, and so that's just something that I picked up from what you said there. Um, this has been awesome, and I could go probably another. 30, 60 minutes, but, uh, I know we're both, we're both busy and just taking a little break out of our work day. So don't want to keep you much longer, but, uh, before we, we end, uh, if someone is hearing this, listening to this, watching this, and, and they're like, Hey, I want to be a part of this indie artist formula. Uh, how, how does that person get started? Is, is there a website? Or... So I have a landing page again, cause I'm building up to it again website is in construct is currently in construction right now yeah. and um so i do have a landing page where you can actually get uh, for free the landing uh the lyric branding formula and it's my three-step guide into taking any emotional song idea and putting it into a in, in a three-step process that allows you to create songs that instantly takes an idea and put outputs amazing lyrics that people will connect with and so you can find that i mean i can send you the link as well yes. so whenever you post this uh and you can also follow me on tiktok because that's where i post a lot of these quick tips and you can hear a lot of examples and all this stuff and you can also find it on there as well in my bio awesome awesome so yeah i'll get those links from you and we'll embed them in the video and in the description and everything and we'll and that'll that'll be awesome i'm excited to check out that guide myself well mitch thanks again for joining me this has been an awesome episode and, and one that i think people are going to need to listen to a couple times to to really glean all of the awesome knowledge nugs out of it as i like to call them so uh yeah i hope it's helpful i really do i just I want, I want to be sure that I share something that will benefit other people. So I appreciate Definitely. that. Definitely. Awesome. Thank you, Mitch. Oh man. What'd you think? I, I think, uh, I think Mitch really brought it, you know, full of knowledge nugs. We're talking 
music, lyric, writing, composition, the art of making music. I mean, how cool is that? Now, something that, you know, I've always wanted to learn a little bit more about. So he he definitely uh, delivered there. And then, what's more, he talked about how one might make six figures, like a, like a real full-time gig, you know, doing what they love, creating music. And he's, he's got a mission to help 250 indie artists. So if you're one of them, you want to you wanna look up Mitch, well, check out the description. We've got uh, the deets on all that, you know, the link to his landing page to subscribe, get more information, and then uh, his TikTok. So maybe pick up some free tips and tricks and, and uh, who knows, maybe there will be some, uh, some developments there. So definitely want to give him a follow. So thanks again for joining me on another episode of Creator Die. It's been real. And until next time, my friends, you just, just keep on creating. Create or die.